Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. I am indeed Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. the savvy traveler. It's nice to have you aboard on this first official weekend of the summer. This hour, we're going to get a second opinion on this shocking development regarding the crash 17 years ago of TWA 800 as it took off from JFK. Was it an accident as the official findings as the official findings said it was, or was it an act of terrorism? Unbelievable that six investigators, National Transportation Safety Board investigators, came out this week and said, it's not what you thought it was. My guest will be James Sanders, a journalist who wrote way back in 1997 a book titled The Downing of TWA Flight 800. I have a hunch he wasn't surprised when those six former investigators went public this week. We'll see. He joins me in about two minutes. Then what if you were so rich that you could buy yourself buy an entire Hawaiian resort island. That's exactly what Larry Ellison, the billionaire CEO of Oracle Corporation, did. He bought most of the islands of Lanai, and he aims to make it over in his own image. And there are no small plans in this project, by the way. We're going to learn more about this fascinating man and his project from Julian Guthrie, who wrote a book about Ellison's quest to win the America's Cup. She has some understanding of that billionaire. If you're visiting a new city and want to meet more locals than just the occasional cab driver or hotel desk clerk, you're going to want to hear what travel writer Doug Lansky has to say later this hour as well. And maybe you heard about the woman who tried desperately to get on a flight to Atlanta this week in the face of weather and mechanical delays. No less a person than the president and CEO of Delta Airlines gave up his seat so she could make that last flight of the day. And when she wrote about it on Facebook, that anecdote went viral. She'll join me with her story later this hour, plus, of course, deals of the week. But first, a quick look at the week's news and travel. Well, attention all mileage junkies. Mileage junkies. United joined Delta this week to become the second major airline to announce that simply flying a certain number of miles or segments each year won't be enough to qualify you for elite status on the airline. Starting next year, Delta, Delta, as along with United, will track how much you spend to consider how much you how how what kind of elite status you deserve. So on United, if you want to reach Premier 1K status next year, not only will you have to fly 100,000 miles or 120 segments to qualify. 127, it's like over three a day. You're going to have to spend $10,000 on United tickets, and that means only the cost of your airline seat, all those taxes and fees attached to every ticket, won't count toward your total spend. I have little doubt that the other majors will fall in line as well soon. We'll take a closer look at that. What, means, that mean, what that means to you next weekend. And doctors announced the discovery of a mysterious new respiratory virus similar to SARS that apparently spreads very easily between people. The virus has been named MERS, M-E-R-S. It stands for Middle East Respiratory System because it is believed to have originated in Saudi Arabia, where most of the 38 deaths so far from the virus have been reported. Already, MERS appears to be more lethal than SARS. About 8% of SARS patients died from the disease, whereas the fatality rate for MERS patients appears to be 65%. The medical community is scrambling to learn more about how the virus began and whether it can be defeated. In the show's first hour, we talked about that terrible crash of TWA Flight 817 years ago as the plane took off from JFK Airport. The charge this week by six former investigators of that crash that it was most likely the result of an act of terrorism and may have been covered up by the government shocked the U.S. aviation community. The official finding for the crash was pinned on a faulty fuel tank. Not so, say these professionals. What's worse, as I say, the whistleblowers say the government covered up the true cause of the crash, which may have been a missile. In 1997, journalist James Sanders wrote a book about the incident called 
the downing of TWA Flight 800, and I'm pleased to welcome to the, him to the show. James, the title of your book suggests you didn't believe the fuel tank theory way back in 97 either, did you? Uh, no, I didn't, and one of those six investigators who has never been outed, and I won't out him here, uh, was one of my sources inside the investigation. I just, uh, I mean, did you think this would ever raise its ugly head again, or did you think we were going to just put this in the history books as a fuel tank problem? I was beginning to think it was going to go that direction, but over the years as I've traveled around the United States from Florida to California and back here to Nevada where I am now, I've carried over a thousand pounds worth of documents and God knows what else, uh, videotapes and floppies from uh, Windows 95 era, uh, and continuing to build my file on it. So when this broke, uh, it uh, makes it very easy for me to uh, prepare to get back in the game. I mean, it, it must have been stunning. I think it was stunning as a journalist to find six NT National Transportation Safety Board investigators standing up and saying, well, whistleblowing, going, wait, the, the whole story hasn't been told. I, did it astound you? No, it didn't astound me. I, I didn't know all of those people, but the, you know, the one I told you about, plus Hank Hughes, I, I knew about him because uh, he uh, was in charge of the reconstruction of the interior of the airplane where the residue uh, that I write about in the downing of TWA Flight 800 was found. So I was very familiar with his work but had not contacted him because he, and I didn't want to contact anybody that, uh, you know, after the FBI came after me and my wife, I didn't want to contact anybody until years had gone by and uh, they'd all, they'd retired. Because contrary to Jim Calstrom, you see him on TV today, why did these men have the nerve to contact me? Well, I had the nerve and I got indicted. Yes, you know? I know we don't have time to go into that whole case, but the FBI came to you and said what, basically, to you and your wife? Oh, uh, they so basically, if, if you don't turn over your sources to us, uh, first they said it to me in a face-to-face -face meeting with Valerie uh, Caproni, who's a Justice Department lawyer who was uh, in part of the criminal cabal who covered this up. Uh, she, very briefly, she had gone to the NTSB witness uh, group that was forming three days after the crash. And These are, these are witnesses who say they saw a missile shoot this plane down, right? Right. She forced right. the NTSB witness group to disband, uh, or not to disband, but to stand down and to not be the original uh, people to go out and uh, and interview the witnesses. Uh, and, and that was against the law at that time. But she mandated, and here I was face-to-face -face with her and, and her saying that if I don't give up my sources inside the investigation, I, as a retired police officer, am going to be on the wrong side of an indictment. And uh, and basically, my lawyer, who was there protecting me, said, uh, you know, did a real nice constitutional speech, and they basically blew it off and said, okay, tell the guy, if you don't roll over for us, we're going to indict your wife. I later found out that that's a standard tactic that the uh, FBI uh, Justice Department used. Uh, I had a CIA operative uh, contact me and say, well, that's what they did to me when I found... Uh, the CIA involved in drug running in Mexico. They indicted my wife as well to try to intimidate us. And an Air Force pilot who had been part of Air Force One pilot who had found something, he wouldn't tell me what, blew a whistle on it. They indicted both he and his wife. Anyway, several groups, of, several couples contacted me uh, saying that's just the standard way that our government works today. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. James, I, I know, th I think this is clearly heating up, and I, a lot more is going to come out on this. I hope we can call on you to talk about this as more details come out. 
I, I would love to. And I understand you're also working on a book, uh, a new book. Is that correct? Yes, I've, there are negotiations going on now um, with three different publishers. So right. My pleasant surprise in a in a movie company. So um, hopefully it won't all just fall off a cliff like these things sometimes do. James James Sanders is a journalist. His book came out in 1997. It's called The Downing of TWA Flight 800. And there's more to come. James, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. We'll be right back. We're going to look at how Larry Ellison is going to remake an entire island in Hawaii called Lanai, or Lanai, as they call it in Hawaii. Don't go away. You're in Rudy Max's world. We'll be right back after this break. Rudy Max's world phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Did you know that our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, is a leading provider of travel insurance plans? When you buy a plan, it comes with 24-hour travel assistance. It's a true lifeline when you're away from home. Help during travel delays, medical emergencies, and with lost or stolen baggage are just some of what Travel Guard provides. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans. Travel more and worry less. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get the total transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free. Limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. Hey, new kid, you need to know something about me. I love Honeywell products. No matter what the job, they've got safety covered. Granger is where we get it, with names you know and trust. UVEC safety glasses, Howard Light hearing protection, North Respiratory, Miller Fall systems, love them. Honeywell, recommended for safety, trusted by me. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com, or stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. It is 18 minutes after the hour, and this segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by Travel Guard, a leading provider of travel insurance plans, whatever your travel needs. Choose from several affordable and comprehensive plans by going to TravelGuard.com. You can get one for as short as a week, I think. Uh, you know, whatever your needs are. You don't have to buy a whole year. Or if you travel a lot, buy all year. Travel more and worry less is what they say around the world headquarters of TravelGuard.com. Coverage limited by the terms and conditions of the policy and may not be available in all states. Well, so Larry Ellison, you know the name. He's one of America's richest guys. He must be up there in the top five. And uh, 
uh, he quietly a few years ago bought basically most of the island of Lanai, L-A-N-A-I, or Lanai, uh, I think as they say it in Hawaii, if I'm not correct, uh, Julian Guthrie, my guest in a moment, will correct me. He bought uh, a good part of that island. At the time, there were, I think, two Four Seasons resorts there. I've stayed in both those resorts before they were Four Seasons. They were very luxurious. It's an island of microclimates. It used to be a dull pineapple uh, plantation island, basically. And as pineapples were being grown cheaper elsewhere, uh, tourism came to the fore. There is a resident community of locals there. Um, I understand that uh, because of the piece that Julian Guthrie wrote in uh, the Wall Street Journal that uh, Mr. Ellison has already provided a new civic pool. It's been upgrading lots of things on the island. has great plans. Julian Guthrie is the author of a book having to do with one part of Larry Ellison's life. The book is called The Billionaire and the Mechanic, How Larry Ellison and a Car Mechanic Teamed Up to Win Sailing's Great Race, the America's Cup. Julian, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Thank you. It's great to be on. I appreciate it. So, so... Have, while you were working on your book, did you have any conversations with uh, Larry Ellison about uh, about his purchase of Lanai? Well, it's interesting because I was actually interviewing him at his Woodside estate the day the news broke that he had bought Lanai. And I was told by locals that's the proper pronunciation, by right, the way, Lanai. Lanai. Yes. Um, Thank you. So we we subsequently we subsequently talked about it, and he said, "I want to wait a, li- a little bit until I'm ready, but you can have the exclusive story." So he talked about, it and he's so excited about it. It's like his next great challenge. This, um, you know, how do you improve on paradise? Well, he actually is finding ways. I have to say, I'm very impressed and kind of awed by all that he is doing on Monai or his people. You know, his ideas. Um, from the sustainability issue, bringing back um, commercial agriculture, the desalination plants, building a third resort, a small uh, resort on one of the most beautiful beaches I've ever seen. So I did go to Lanai and spend, um, it was really tough reporting, let me tell you. Yeah, I spent know, eight I days know. on Lanai. Oh, it's rough. Well, you've been there, you know. I've been there a couple times. It was killer. Right. I don't know why I went back after that first time. Jeez. <laughs> no, go figure, right? <laughs> Now, but, now, are, so are those resorts still? I'm sorry, Julian. Are those uh, are those two resorts still flagged by, as Four Seasons resorts, or are they independent? No, they are Four Seasons resorts. Okay. And, well, the management company of the, the Four Seasons, company, and right, so right. Larry does own um, those resorts. And as I think you said, about 98 percent of the island, the two percent not owned by Larry Ellison is owned by old time Lanai families or the Hawaiian government. And, and so, okay, so he's going to keep th- or keep those two resorts as Four Seasons, as far as you know, I gather, and he's going to yes, build a yes. third one? Yes. On this um, beach, on the, the this beach facing uh, Maui and Molokai, and it is this pristine, I went there, and it's this pristine white sand beach with a protected um, reef harbor, and so you can wade out into this beautiful water, and you've got the swaying palm trees, and it's truly magical. I mean, I just was in—I was just wowed when I was there. It's—it's it's really beautiful. So I think he's talking about about a hundred-room, um, small imprint on the land resort, with these kind of grass huts. I think they're called hollies, built up on stilts on the sand, very, very high end. Um, trying to make it entirely green, entirely sustainable. His goal for the island is is, is, is the world's first 100% um, commercially viable green island. 
Now, I know he's going uh, to do a huge desalination. I know you report he's going to build a, he wants to build a desalination plant to provide water uh, from, obviously, convert ocean water into drinking water. Um, how is he proposing uh, other forms of energy? Is he talking wind? Is he talking solar? He's talking um, solar energy. There's still um, a chance there could be a handful of windmills compared with hundreds that were proposed by the island's previous owner, the American businessman David Murdoch, you know, where they would have four or five of these windmills that could gener generate enough um, green electricity for the island to help compensate for what, what they're lacking. Uh, mm -hmm. So there are a lot of these proposals that they're looking at right now and studying. And Larry's actually meeting with, you know, I know he met with um, some of the desalination experts and he's he's doing his own research. You know, he has the tinkerer's mind, the engine, engineer's mind. And so this is all really well suited for him. And I think it's part of the, um, what captivates him about it is the natural beauty, but also how do you how do you improve on this? You know, how do you make it modern? How do you make it commercially viable? The island itself has such a fascinating history. Um, you know, there was talk at one point of bringing the America's Cup there. You know, the, the largely the focus of my new book, um, but that would take an enormous amount of infrastructure. So I really I can't see that happening. But mm -hmm. it, you never know; it could happen if if Oracle wins and defends uh, uh, this summer into, into the fall. Um, you never know; it could it could end up in Hawaii, but I'm, I don't think it's Lanai because it's too small and would require too much infrastructure. We're talking about the remaking of an entire Hawaiian island, Lanai, uh, by Larry Ellison, the co-founder of uh, Oracle uh, and one of America's richest men. Um, he bought it several years ago. It was already a very, uh, very posh tourism island. By the way, if you're planning a honeymoon, anybody you know. I can't recommend either of those four seasons uh, on the island. They're very different because of the microclimates there. One is on a on a, on, a, on, a, on the water, um, and it would be reminiscent of being in the south of France or somewhere in a very dry climate, desert, almost desert-like. But if you go about five-minute drive, a little bus will take you up to the other four seasons, and you, you, if you were blindfolded, you, th you might think you were dropped off in the middle of somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. It's more of a mountain resort with big stone uh, lobby and fireplace. Quite a thrilling place to go, quite expensive. But Larry Ellison thinks he can improve on it. And, the, and my guest who's telling us about it is Julian Guthrie. She's the author of a new book called The Billionaire and the Mechanic, how Larry Ellison and a car mechanic teamed up to win sailing's greatest race, the America's Cup. Okay, so how have the locals received a billionaire coming and saying, hey, you know what, We're gonna, I'm going to make your life even better? Well, at first, of course, they were skeptical. And, you know, they had heard all sorts of rumors about who was buying this island. You know, they thought it was a Russian oligarch or a um, Chinese tycoon or somebody who could you know, break it into pieces and sell it piecemeal. So there were a lot of fears. There were a lot of rumors uh, going around. And when they heard that uh, Larry Ellison had bought it, there was, again, some anxiety. But now, for the most part, I mean, there are always going to be naysayers anywhere. There are always going to be people who say, not in my backyard. But from what I uh, in, uncovered in my reporting, talking to a lot of locals, um, people are very supportive of what he's doing, not just supportive but they're impressed. You know, as you referred to, he went in first. First thing he did is reopen the community pool. Well, that doesn't bring him any commerce. It doesn't make Larry Ellison any money, but it earns a lot of goodwill. And, you know, the community pool, I went there. It's beautiful. It's right next to this new playground that they set up. You know, the kids on the island had not had a working, modern 
playground, you know, with the cushy turf, and the kids literally run as soon as the school bell lets out right over to that playground to see who can get on the swing set first. So he's done a lot of these goodwill things, and people are very enthusiastic. I interviewed the governor um, of Hawaii, Governor Abercrombie, about this story, and he he's kind of a character. I like him. He said, you know, to paraphrase from Casablanca, this is the be- beginning, sorry if I misparaphrase here, this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship, because he said, he, you know, that in his mind, Larry Ellison has not made a misstep since he took took control of the island. And Larry has great people working for him, that's for sure. You know, Kurt Matsumoto, Illinois native, is very trusted by the locals. And so he has some really, really smart um, people with great history on the island, people, you know, that, that are trusted by the locals. So, so far, so good. People are cautiously optimistic or completely won over. Unbelievable. Well, it's a great story, and, and it's going to be, I know, for you, and, and also for me, it's going to be very much fun to follow it. Julian Guthrie, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you. If you'd like to know more about Julie, uh, Julian Guthrie's book, you can go to her website, Julian, J-U-L-I-A-N, Guthrie, G-U-T-H-R-I-E-S-F for San Francisco, JulianGuthrieSF.com. The book is called The Billionaire and the Mechanic, and it's the story of how Larry Ellison and a car mechanic teamed up to win the America's Cup. I'm Rudy Maxa. You're in Rudy Maxa's world. Don't go away. We're going to come right back with more travel talk with Doug Lansky about how you can meet locals when you travel to other places. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Hey, folks, with summer vacation planning in full swing, have you thought about travel insurance? Our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, offers valuable coverage that travels with you and your family. Travel Guard's available 24-7 with several plans to choose from. Covering medical emergencies and evacuations, travel delays and trip cancellations, lost luggage and more, Travel Guard's your lifeline away from home. Visit TravelGuard.com or RudyMaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864-Extend. Extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1, or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. It's 33 after the hour. You know, one thing people, I presume from all countries, but certainly Americans have difficulty when they go to a country where they may not speak the language or they may be a place that's brand new. You know, you don't have to go to another country. Maybe you're going to a new city you've never met, been to in the United States. You don't know your way around. How do you get in touch with the place you're at a little more intimately than most of us do. How do you meet somebody local or some local folks who might be able to say, look, this is where we go to get ice cream. This is where we go to eat. This is my favorite bookstore. This is this is what I do for a living. I mean, if you're a teacher, wouldn't it be neat to go to another city and see how teach, fellow teachers, uh, what challenges and 
they face as teachers. I was talking with that about that with my friend Doug Lansky earlier this week. Doug Lansky is a travel journalist of great renown. You've read his books. Oh my, he's written so many books for uh, 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 travel books that I, I can't name them all, but um, he will. <laughs> and we reach him today at his home in Stockholm. He's, uh, he's an American, but he was lucky enough to marry a, uh, a Swedish woman who happens to be a doctor. They have three kids and live in Stockholm. He's an old buddy. Doug, welcome to the show. I'm sorry we're out of time to talk to you now. <laughs> Pleasure to be here. I, I promise I won't list any books. <laughs> well, uh, there's a whole whole bunch of them, uh, and all you have to do is type in Doug Lansky, and you'll find him. Do you, you have a website, Doug? What is it? Yeah, it's uh, just my name is DougLansky.com. Pretty basic. Lansky is spelled L-A-L-A-N-S-K-Y. Okay, Doug, you were telling me about a group that's on LinkedIn. Now, LinkedIn is this website that a lot of professionals use, and non-professionals, anybody can use it, where you put in your bio and you link with people who are similarly situated or friends of yours. And it's a great networking site. And you said within LinkedIn, there's a group called... Well, there's a group called Lunchedin. And it, it doesn't cost anything, and I don't make anything from it. I just thought it'd be a fun way for people who've got similar jobs or the same job in different countries to connect and grab lunch. Uh, and you're, you're in that city. Maybe you've got an extra half day or an extra hour or two, and it happens to coincide with the lunch hour. And let's say you're a, I don't know, a web programmer. You're the webmaster of a, a local newspaper. Well, if you're coming to Stockholm, maybe you should reach out to the local you know, webmaster of, the, of a newspaper here and say, hey, can we grab lunch? And if you're both members of the Lunchton group, then even though you're not contacts on LinkedIn, you can still contact each other for free. Otherwise, you often have to have like a pro account on LinkedIn. So this just sort of shortcuts that and just has a couple guidelines, you know, split the bill, let the person who's, you know, make sure that the person who's inviting you to lunch checks with you that it meets your dietary requirements, just little basics like that. But it, it's, it, then it just takes a step back, and, and anyone can be a member of the group. There's no hurdles to jump through. You're just automatically a member when you decide to be. And what other ways can, can travelers make local connections? We, we've talked before with you about couch surfing. Uh, in other words, staying right. in someone's home, going to couch surfing. Is it .net or .com? I'm not sure, but it's couch surfing. I think yeah. it's even, it's .com or .org. <laughs> oh, well, it's um, one I think of those. both of them will probably pop up. Just, but yeah, there's one like couch tripping surfing. and couch surfing and trip trotting. Um, there's a couple like these, and it just there's millions of members worldwide, and you can start either, on either side. You can start by being a host or start by staying with somebody else. And in both cases, the host and the the guest, as it were, are rated by each other after each visit, sort of like you would rate a buyer and seller on on eBay. So that if you're wondering, you're a bit squeamish about letting someone into your house, you might check on them when they when they ask if they can stay with you. Just sort of check on their profile. And if there's 20 reviews saying this person's a lovely guest, chances are they're going to be great. And I don't want to, I, likewise, I don't want, for I don't want to send two percent of my listeners to you, but I know that you in <laughs> Stockholm, you have you have been a couch surfing host for folks, and you and your three, you and your wife and your three kids, have almost ninety percent of the time found it to be a, a, a most interesting experience around the dinner table and, and meeting folks from other countries. Am I am I yeah, somewhat summarizing correctly? We found it to be great. We've loved it. And sometimes you know, it, it does. That's the other thing is it doesn't just have to be spending the night. It can also be, hey, come for dinner. And mm. people would be open to that as well. So if you're not quite ready to take that step and let someone into your house to, to sleep over, start with an evening meal. And, uh, you know, tell them to bring a bottle of wine and show up, and you'll prepare your special meal for them and have a great dinner. And the other thing you can do is you can check on couchsurfing who in, who's in town right now. And so you can kind of check on different profiles and go, here, some really interesting people here. I'd love to invite them to dinner. Just click on them and then say, hey, I see you're in, you're in my town. Come have dinner with me. 
Really? I didn't know you could do that on couch surfing. That's fascinating. Oh, totally can. Yeah. Oh, I love cool. this. Well, I think this is the the best use of social media for travelers for getting in touch with locals. Lunched in, you got to join LinkedIn, which is free. Join Lunched in, which is free, and you can communicate with people. Couch surfing. Uh, uh, Doug's just done a great job of uh, of uh, describing it. Hey, Doug, I, I know this was a short segment, but um, you you certainly hit the nail on the head, and I appreciate you <laughs> dropping by. It's always a pleasure. Give me a call anytime. Okay, you can read more about Doug Lansky's written all these books for Lonely Planet, uh, guidebooks, and others. Go to Doug Lansky, D-O-U-G, obviously, L-A-N-S-K-Y, Lansky, all one word, Doug Lansky at uh, dot com, and you can find out more about Doug's stuff. He's a most inventive and creative uh, travel journalist. You've heard him on the show before. If you're a regular listener, it's always nice to have him on. By the way, I was I was saying uh, before Scott McCartney came on how nice it is that in the in the three years I've been doing this show, we, we sort of developed this coterie of experts and sort of family members to the show. Scott McCartney from the Wall Street Journal, Doug Lansky coming in from Sweden and Lonely Planet Books. Uh, I mean, uh, Joe Brancatelli from JoeSentMe.com. Uh, the, the list is, is, is fairly extensive of folks we have on who are, who are experts in their field, and we call on them from time to time. We try not to, you know, we try to mix them up and try not to impose on them too much, but I hope you find them interesting. And I, as I say been one of the most rewarding parts of this sh- job hosting this radio show the last three three and a half years i'm rudy max we're going to come right back i'll have a couple little travel items for you and some deals of the week so don't touch that dial stay with us through the commercial break we'll be right back rudy max's world is coming right back so get on the phone now at 800-387-8025 that's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. I will never forget the day my son Jeremy told me he hated me and slammed the door in my face. I'm behavioral therapist Janet Lehman. Behavior problems can turn the child you love and your life into a nightmare. That's why my husband James and I created The Total Transformation, the step-by-step program that shows you how to fix the worst behavior problems and get your child to respect and listen to you again. No matter what the behavior, defiance, backtalk, angry outbursts, disrespect, we can help you stop it. Now you can get The Total Transformation for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. You can keep it forever for free limited number of free programs available. Call now. 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. That's 1-800-458-1033. 1-800-458-1033. Okay, new kid. Here's your company phone. I've pre-programmed it with every number you need in life. The first one's my personal number. Never call it. Ever. The second one is 1-800-GRANGER. Use it for everything else. Any problem you have, they can help. I've also loaded the Granger app for you. You can download it for free. Tippity tap on the spot. Your solution is on its way. Granger. Get it? Got it? Good. Call, click Granger.com or stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Several research studies show that people who are on the same diet and exercise program lose three to four times as much weight when taking 1,100 milligrams of pure green coffee extract than they do when not taking it. So if you are serious about losing weight, call Longevity Medical Clinic to order your bottle of pure green coffee extract at 866-869-6864, extension 1. That's 866-869-6864, extension 1. Or order online at lmclinic.com. That's lm 
mylifeclinic.com. Hey folks, with summer vacation planning in full swing, have you thought about travel insurance? Our loyal sponsor, Travel Guard, offers valuable coverage that travels with you and your family. Travel Guard's available 24-7 with several plans to choose from. Covering medical emergencies and evacuations, travel delays and trip cancellations, lost luggage and more, Travel Guard's your lifeline away from home. Visit travelguard.com or rudymaxa.com. Coverage limited by the terms and condition of the policy and may not be available in all states. Underwritten by National Union and Fire Insurance Company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Non-insurance services provided by Travel Guard Group Incorporated. Do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up? Perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime. Why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my DVDs? From Paris to Hong Kong, Tokyo to Tuscany, I've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations. Knowing a bit about the history, culture, people, and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip. Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv, and check out the new Blu-rays as well. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Welcome back. It's 43 minutes after the hour. I promised you before the commercial break I was going to do deals of the week, and I will, but that's the next segment. I was one segment ahead. You know, I read a piece in the Chicago Tribune this week that on Tuesday the American Customer Satisfaction Index was released. This is a... Uh, a survey that scores 43 industries and how much consumers love them or hate them. And the airline industry beat out only cable TV companies and Internet providers in terms of customer satisfaction out of 43 industries. We all know the airline industry gets picked on by a lot of people, comedians, and sometimes on this show I have some criticism for the airline industry as well, but occasionally... Occasionally, there are stories of, as the bumper stickers say, random acts of kindness. And we had one such story this week. Jessie Frank is my guest, and she had an experience flying uh, this weekend on Delta. She encountered some problems along the way, and something very good happened. She wrote about it on Facebook, and it quickly went viral. When I talked to her yesterday about being in the show, she said CNN had just called. So uh, it's now officially an item. Jessie, welcome to the show. Let me let you tell the story. Tell, tell, us, tell us what happened and, and what you wrote about. Um, hi, this was actually Thursday about a week ago. There was a, a lot of bad weather that day, uh, particularly in Atlanta. And I was flying from New York to Atlanta. Um, when I got to the airport, there were already a lot of cancellations. My flight had been canceled. And what was originally supposed to be a two-hour flight ended up taking the whole day. Um, I had several cancellations, rebookings, delays, even a mechanical failure, a lot of stuff happened. Um, finally, I got rerouted um, through D.C., and I was at about, about 9, 9.30 at night waiting um, at Reagan, trying to get out. I was on standby, and they have a, a 10 o'clock curfew there where flights can't leave after 10 o'clock. Um, and the first thing I want to say is through all that, all the Delta employees that I had contact with, and this had been like a 12-hour day, they were everybody was really really nice um on the phone at the counter at the gate i was at the sky club everybody was calm they were nice they were joking around with me but most of all they they really 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 tried to help me and around me were a lot of angry passengers but they they just maintained their their calmness and and were really nice to me and you had a very, um, you had a very you had a, a reason to really really want to get to atlanta that day didn't you 
Yeah, I did. I, I didn't tell anybody because it wasn't, you know, in the, in the scheme of things, it wasn't terribly important, but it was important to me. I have a child with T1D, that is type 1 diabetes. It's very different than the normal diabetes. It is um, autoimmune and her cells, her pancreas cells no longer produce insulin. They never will ever again. She gets to go to a camp for five days a year where she's there with kids just like her. And it's the only place in the world where she is around kids like her. Her whole school, all schools she's ever been to, she's 12 years old. She's only been the only kid with this disease. So it's really special to her. And it's special to me when I pick her up because I get to see her in that little world um, just for the rest of the day. And by the next day, it's all back to normal. And, and it's just the harsh reality of dealing with this disease. What so is the name of that it, camp? Uh, Camp Kudzu in Georgia. Okay. Now, uh, so you're rushing home to try to get her at the end of the day. You've been flying for 12 hours. You're stuck in D.C. You're trying to get to Atlanta. Uh, there's one more flight left. You're on. You're waitlisted, and yeah, uh, you've got a minute and a half to tell me the happy ending. Okay. So I'm eighth on the standby list. Went to the counter agent to get a hotel voucher because I figured I wasn't going to get on. He stopped me. Said, you know, I think there might be seats. They called out seven names. I didn't think I was going to get on, and finally he said we might have one name left, one seat left. Rushed down the uh, jetway. A guy met me at the door. He looked vaguely familiar, helped me with my bag, pointed me to my seat. He didn't have a uniform on, so I just figured he was an off-duty pilot helping out. Um, as we descended into Atlanta, the flight attendant announced that there was a special guest on board, and it was Richard Anderson, who is the CEO of Delta. And he has been riding in the jump seat because he gave up the seat so one last passenger could get on board. And that last passenger was you. That was me. And that's when I realized not only did he give up the seat for me, that was the guy who met me at the door, took my rollerboard, asked somebody else to move their stuff out of the overhead to put my rollerboard in, pointed me to my seat, just acting like a regular guy. Unbelievable. A happy story about an airline, not just an airline, you, you said the staff throughout the 12 hours of Delta was helpful, but the CEO uh, at the end of the day went that extra mile, and you obviously got to Atlanta to see your daughter. Well, yeah. Jesse, uh, I, I, I'm so glad you posted this on Facebook, and I'm glad you're, you're talking about it publicly because, as I said at the open of this interview, airlines have gotten, you know, they get, they get a bad rap mostly. It's sort of the thing to do to pick on airlines. Yes, and I just really appreciate that you appreciate what they did for you. Jesse Frank lives in Atlanta, and she, uh, as you just heard, had a happy ending with a Delta flight. Nice to hear those stories. Okay, as promised, Deals of the Week coming up right after this commercial break. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Absolutely back to Rudy Maxa's World. Write me anytime if you've got a question for uh, me or if you uh, have an idea for a subject or a guest, feel free to write me at info at rudymaxa.com or call the 800 number, 800-387-8025. Um, you will get a recording hearing my voice inviting you to leave your question or your message. Please feel free to do so. If it's something I think the larger audience can profit from, it may answer your question on the air. Remember, I am not a travel agent. I'm a travel journalist. I do not plan trips. I mean, I can certainly advise on a trip, but please don't call me and ask me 
you know, tell me you're driving from Stockholm down to Milan and you have three kids of these ages and where should you stay, where should you eat, and what should you see? That's the job of uh, you to do a little research online or a travel agent to book your hotel reservations. I do not do that. I am not in the business of selling travel. Well, can an iconic airline terminal be spared the wrecking ball because it's a prime example of modernist architecture? That's the hope among some conservationists who consider that old Pan Am terminal at JFK Airport to be a perfect example of modernist architecture with its big swooping roof that earned it the nickname Flying Saucer. Well, this week, the National Trust for Historic Preservation named the Pan Am World Port one of America's 11 most endangered historical places. Trouble is, Real Estate's limited at JFK, and Delta, which owns the empty terminal, wants to use that land for the parking of aircraft. So a movement called Save the World Port has begun to try to rescue the building that served as a terminal for 53 years, to the day, 53 years, but also as a backdrop for Vogue fashion shoots. Remember when flying was fashionable? Uh, as well as uh, the, the terminal, the Worldport also appeared in dozens of movies as backgrounds. I remember it was in James Bond, all kinds of Cary Grant, James Bond. It was seemed to be very sophisticated, striding out of the Worldport, the Pan Am Worldport at Kennedy Center. Excuse me, at Kennedy Airport. Um, if you happen to agree that we should save the Worldport, well, there's a website for that. It's called SaveTheWorldport.org. You can visit it to learn more about it, and you can sign a petition to save the Worldport. A couple deals of the week, real fast. This is. Uh, I want to talk a little about credit cards and their usefulness in accumulating frequent flyer miles. These are the top credit cards right now where you can get miles. And I've got to tell you, you get I'm sure you get offers through the mail. Sign up, you're going to get 25,000 miles. You walk through the airport, sign up for this credit card, we'll give you 30,000. When you get to 50,000, though, you're talking about something really worthwhile. And Southwest Rapid Rewards Premier Card is now offering you 50,000 Southwest points if you sign up for either the personal or business version of the card and spend $2,000 within the first three months of having that card. You're going to get another 6,000 points every year after your card member anniversary. That's enough for a $100 want to getaway fare. Not bad. Uh, so consider that if you're um, thinking, looking for a new credit card. Southwest Rapid Rewards Premier Card. You can subscribe to it by going to, or you can find out more details and sign up for it by going to southwest.com. There is a $99 annual fee. That is not waived the first year. Fairmont Hotels. Want to spend two free nights with free breakfast at any Fairmont in the world? Well, you can do that if you make $1,000 in purchases and within three months of opening a Fairmont credit card. Uh, so it's uh, uh, it, it also gives you automatic Fairmont Premier Elite status, which means you might be get upgraded to their club floor. The $95 annual fee is waived the first year if you apply by July 31st. Uh, existing Premier and Platinum members will receive an annual Fairmont Gold Room upgrade, and you'll get a free night for every anniversary of your card membership, every one year when you spend $12,000 on the card during the year. But right off the bat, just to get it for 95 bucks, you can get two free nights with free breakfast at any Fairmont in the world, so check that out. And then there's the Mercedes-Benz Platinum Amex. 50,000 points when you spend $3,000 in the first three months. You'll also get free airport club access to Delta Sky Club and U.S. Airways Club. You can charge all kinds of things on, fl on the flight, you know, a larger bag of peanuts or your drinks or whatever. Uh, charge up to $200 on that card, and Amex will cover it for you. You'll get a $1,000 reward certificate toward the future purchase or lease of a new Mercedes-Benz and $100 toward Mercedes-Benz accessories. Um, there are no foreign transaction fees. Now, the annual fee... It's quite expensive. It's $475. That's a lot of money. However, if you use that $200 annual rebate, if you apply for a global entry application, uh, which will speed you through customs, that $100 fee will be reimbursed by American Express. 
Uh, you can have three additional card members for $175 total, and they'll all get free lounge access. So to uh, to uh, U.S. Airways and uh, excuse me, the U.S. Airways and what was the other one? Uh, uh, Delta Sky Club. So if you travel a lot and travel on U.S. Airways and Delta Sky Club, this is cheaper than joining one of those clubs. Plus you get all the benefits and a thousand dollars toward the purchase of your next Mercedes. And then the Ink Bold and Ink Plus fifty thousand point. Uh, offer is existing. They'll waive the annual $95 fee. You'll get, uh, uh, and you'll get those 50,000 points if you spend $5,000 in the first three months from opening your account. I believe that ends this weekend, the Ink Boulder Ink Plus offer at 50,000, so you might want to consider getting it. I've got to tell you, um, applying for two or three credit cards, maybe keeping them a year and then getting rid of them and applying for two or three more, it's a fairly painless way of uh, picking up 100, 150,000 extra frequent flyer miles a year. You've got to fly a lot to get that. Um, I know people sometimes worry about their credit record, but according to the credit record folks I've talked to, as long as you keep current on these, keep them for about a year, um, this will have very little impact on your credit report. So check that out. We're coming to the end of the hour of Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you here this first summer weekend. I hope you'll come back and join me again next weekend. We'll have a lot of I got, We're already starting to book guests for next weekend. we got some good folks coming up. Meanwhile, I want to thank my engineer, Jeff Ryder, who makes my voice fly through the air and into your radio set or into your ear or onto your computer if you're listening live and streaming on RudyMaxa.com. You can hear podcasts of the show there, or if you heard something, a segment of particular interest to someone else in your life, you can send them that podcast. That should be posted by Sunday evening. And I also want to think, thank Janet DeAcevito McDonald, who is my executive producer and makes this happen as well, as well as our stations and our listeners. See you next weekend. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.